There is strength in weakness. This is Pastor Mike Kramer of New Life Church, your home of positive faith, bringing you power for living. Come to the cross and find forgiveness. Get into His Word and you'll find strength for your soul. Tap into the love that God has given. And you'll find power for living. Power for Living is a positive faith ministry. We believe that a positive attitude in life is an expression of the positive faith which embraces a powerful truth that with God all things are possible. Pastor Mike Kramer is a founder of Power for Living, senior pastor at New Life Church, and the author of the inspirational book, Power Moments. Tap into the love that God has given and you find power for My friend, today I want to speak on the subject of strength in weakness. You know, total trust in the grace of God is a defining moment in your walk with God. It's like a fork in the road. You can go one direction or the other. And Satan wants to exploit your weakness in order to destroy your faith, but God wants to exalt his strength in your weakness in order to develop your faith. The Apostle Paul said it this way in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. He said, Unless I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord, three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and in needs and persecutions in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Oh, my friend, only God can give us the power to experience strength in weakness. We all have our moments. I like to call it that Gethsemane experience where Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane, the eternal Son of God, lifted up his voice to the Father and said, Oh, my Father, if it is possible, remove this cup from me. He prayed that three times, and God always responded that he would meet his deepest needs, and that Christ would always say, your will be done. And God sent the angel to uh, strengthen our Lord and so forth, and he went on and faced the cross and gave the victory at the cross when he resurrected from the dead. But even our Lord looked to the Heavenly Father for strength in the midst of a weakness of the moment in wanting to avoid the cross if possible, but he faced it head on for our salvation. You've known me long enough to know that uh, our family experienced a tremendous devastation on January 5th, 2012, when God called our 28-year-old son Joseph home to be with the Lord. But it was in that moment when I felt like the Lord literally said to me, Mike, I'm going to take you through the deepest water of your life, but when it emerges, I'm going to give you the greatest harvest 
of people coming to know Christ. And we've seen that happen. We've asked the Lord to use our pain as a platform to reach people in need. And my friend, he'll do the same for you in whatever experience you have, whether it's a disappointment, a a marriage that uh, is challenged, or a wayward son or daughter, a financial collapse, or uh, even the loss of a loved one. If you'll keep your heart open to the Lord, doesn't mean we won't experience sorrow, doesn't mean we won't experience disappointment, doesn't mean we won't experience sadness, doesn't mean any of those things. But it does mean that in the midst of that darkness, we can find the light of the love of our Savior to keep us moving forward by faith and to carry on with courage. And that's exactly what the Apostle Paul describes here in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. We don't really know exactly what the weakness was. There's a lot of speculation. You know, in Acts 9, when he's uh, walking down the road to Damascus and the light shines and he looks up and he goes from being a persecutor of the church to hearing that voice from heaven, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And Saul of Tarsus responds, who are you, Lord? And he says, I am Jesus. And it just really knocked Saul of Tarsus off kilter. He couldn't believe it. And, of course, he was gloriously transformed into the Apostle Paul, became a tremendous uh, leader in the early church. But some people believe that perhaps his weakness was uh, poor eyesight due to looking into that blinding light from above. We don't really know, but we do know this. There was something that constantly nagged the life of the Apostle Paul. But he said, you know, in the midst of it, God used my weakness to manifest his strength. And that's really what the Lord does. You know, when we go through those hard times, those challenging times, those difficult moments, those are also times when, might be years later, we look back and we say, that was the power of God. And people are watching our lives during those times. I've said it many times. When you're on top of the mountain, you get a good look at the world. But when you're in the valley, the world gets a good look at you. And my friend, the goal is to walk through the valley and keep our faith shining brightly for the Lord. And God manifests his strength in our weakness. You know, in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, uh, the, the Apostle Paul wrote, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by the God. In other words, God takes us through hardships in order to meet our needs in the midst of those hardships, to demonstrate our faith, to give others hope and encouragement in the midst of their uh, hardship, but also to give us empathy for those that are hurting and those that are in pain. And Paul, if you follow that passage along, verses 8 and 9, he says, We do not want you to be unaware, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure and above strength so that we despaired even of life. And that word picture of being burdened beyond measure is a word picture of loading up a pack animal you put so much on that mule that eventually its legs just collapse and it goes right down on its belly. That's the idea that the Apostle Paul is describing, that they were literally on the verge of collapsing. In fact, Scripture says they despaired even of life. It's as if they were saying, man, we don't even have the strength to go on. And yet God intervened. 
And in chapter 11 of 2 Corinthians 11, where the Apostle Paul really draws back the curtain and shares some of the things that he went through, he says, starting verse 24, from the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. And a night and a day I have been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the cities, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, and in perils amongst false brethren. Now, my friend, you don't have to be a Bible scholar to realize the word peril just jumps off the page in that verse. Paul went through many, many hardships. He says, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, cold and nakedness. He goes on to say, besides the things which come upon me daily, my deep concern of all for all the churches. And who is weak and I am not weak? Who is made to stumble that I do not burn with indignation? He said, if I must boast, I will boast in the things which concern my infirmity. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is blessed forever, knows what is happening in my life. And he goes on to describe how one time he's even let down uh, over the uh, wall to escape those that were coming to take his life. So the Apostle Paul, in the book of 2 Corinthians, he's drawing back the curtain of his life and pointing out God's strength was manifested over and over and over during the various hardships and weaknesses of the Apostle Paul. So think of it this way. Strength in weakness calls for total trust in the providence of God. You know, in this passage of Scripture in 2 Corinthians 12, as I mentioned earlier, it's like the Apostle Paul's Gethsemane experience where he's just saying, Lord, if there's any way possible, remove this cup from me. But God said, no, I'm going to manifest my strength in your weakness. The Lord's answer was trust in him. Trust in God's providence. You know, as we look over our lives, I like to say we see the hand of God as the backstory in our life. You see God at work. may not experience it or notice it right when it's happening, but if you'll look back through the eye of faith, you will see God's hand upon your life to bring you where you are today. And I believe the doctrine of the sovereignty of God or the providence of God, that God is in control, is the bedrock of our faith. Psalm 115 and verse 3 says, Our God is in the heavens. He does whatever he pleases. In Proverbs 21.1, the scripture says, The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Like rivers of water, he turns it whichever way he chooses. In Daniel chapter 2 and verse 21, uh, Daniel said that God sets up kings and removes kings. He changes the times and the seasons. And, of course, in Ephesians 1.11, it says he works all things after the counsel of his own will. And, of course, in Romans 11, Paul just kind of throws up his hands and says, who has known the mind of the Lord? Who has first been his counselor? And, you know, God... Uh, is at work. He says, oh, the depths and riches and wisdom of God. My friend, we just sometimes have to step back and say, I don't understand exactly what's happening, but I am going to trust in the sovereign hand of God that he has my good in mind based upon his glory, which is the ultimate purpose of the believer. And if you will just look at life through the lens of, 
of faith and through the filter of faith and ask God to teach you along the journey. Even during times when you feel very weak, God can manifest his strength in our weakness. And strength and weakness calls for total trust in the purpose of God. He says, I'm going to develop your faith in the dependence of God. When we're weak, he is strong. 1 Corinthians 10, 31 says, do all to the glory of God. My friend, that is the ultimate purpose for the believer, to bring glory to God, to share our faith with others, but also to, in that process to bring glory to God. And Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that he causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. And what is that good? Well, he tells us in, in the very next verse, in, in Romans chapter 8 and verse 29, he goes on to share how for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. There's the idea that God predetermined that believers would have their faith shaped by God and their life reflect our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So what he does is he uses the hard times to sort of chisel off the rough edges. That's the idea of being conformed to the image of, of the Lord, that he chisels off the rough edges to make us more like Christ. So in the end, we look back and we say, that was a difficult experience, but it drew me closer to the Lord. And as a result, I'm thankful for it. In Romans 5, it says, whom also we have access by faith into this grace, and we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit was given to us. My friend, the purpose of God is to shape our lives to reflect our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And sometimes that means God manifesting his strength in our weakness. And it calls for total trust in the providence of God, the sovereign hand of God in our life, and total trust in the purpose of God for our life. And my friend, if you'll look at life like that, take it from someone that has experienced life not always turning out the way I'd hoped. And I've experienced hardship, difficulties, disappointments, heartbreak, just like you. But my friend, when we keep our eyes fixed upon our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, He will give us strength in the midst of our weakness, and God will use that to allow His light to shine from our life. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you. May the Lord turn His face towards you and be gracious to you. May the Lord give you peace in your heart and power for living. Amen.